Welcome back to The Beats. And today we have our, once again, very special friend and guest, Dr. Melina Roberts. And she is here to talk about contact regulation thermography with me. This is a little bit different setup than usual. This isn't an interview. Um, both Melina and I have used this technology for many years. We have two different types of technology that we use. So we're gonna talk about why we use it, how we use it, um, and what it's really testing. And I so thank you for taking a little time from your ski vacation um, <laughs> in the Providence in Canada to get off the slopes and share a little love with everybody. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here again. So one of the things we I wanna talk about is some of our clients, because they wanna deal only with a holistic approach, they won't do a mammogram. and as a practitioner, while I'm not a medical doctor, I do believe that you still need to assess your body on a quantitative basis every so often to make sure that you're not going to let things happen that you don't see happening, right? And, but I'm not a big fan of mammogram. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a big fan. I could say I would not ever, ever get one in my life. I've never had one and I would not recommend, but there are thermograms and thermography. So what's your take on people that don't get any testing, like what age should they get tested? Do you think? And when, and how, what's the frequency for a woman and men both? Yeah. So one of the big differences with the thermography test is it's a whole body scan, right? So it's tech looking at the head, the dental piece, neck, breasts, abdomen, which includes all your vital organs and back, which will include kidneys. And so we're getting a whole assessment of how all of the different systems of the body are regulating. And, and it'll also give you that index about what's going on in terms of the breasts. And what studies are showing is that the thermography can pick up on uh, regulatory problems with the breasts. I believe it's seven years before pathology even begins. So to me, it makes sense for you to be getting that regular thermography. Um, I usually recommend that patients are getting that, you know, after the age of 40, that they're getting one a year. And that just helps us to be able to even give them a baseline of where they are health-wise, not just breast-wise, but in how their whole system is regulating. And, and then we can also keep track and just make sure that their system is continuing to properly regulate. And if it's not properly regulating, then we know what we need to be focusing on to get that system functioning better. That's a beautiful distinction. It's a whole body thermography. I never actually make that distinction. So thank you for bringing that up. Um, because I am, I did talk about the breast that it does talk about the breast. Well, the reason I say that is because again, the question I get from a, a lot of our clients is I don't want to use something in lieu of a mammogram. And in our country, this is an FDA approved breast cancer detection device for medical doctors that are willing to write the codes for the CRT, which I have to tell you is few and far between in the United States and in Canada. What is it like there in regards to your, yeah, you have the same issue. I can tell by yes. <laughs> yeah, the challenge is, is that in Canada, the gold standard for any sort of breast pathology is a mammogram. Um, I try to get patients to get request ultrasounds 
prior to getting a mammogram, but most medical doctors will only um, start with the, the mammogram um, as their gold standard. And so, and they don't even recognize the thermography as a uh, diagnostic tool for breasts. And what I find in our country is even if the doctor does recognize thermography because of the insurance companies and the mammogram being the standard care, even though we have a CRT in front of us that says, I am curious, I'm suspicious about this breast, still they have to get a mammogram and then then the ultrasound. Every once in a while, we will get a doc to write the script in the insurance company if it's a PPO, which is like the higher end insurance, will agree to allow them to jump right to an ultrasound if there's family history or genetics to prove that why they would use that. So navigating these waters, bottom line is, you know, you've got to know what you're advocating for. You want to know what you're doing this for. And for us that are in the health world, a mammogram, first of all, has a lot of false positives. And if the, if the mammogram is suspect, the next course of action would be an ultrasound. And then an ul- the only way to truly diagnose is a biopsy. It's the yeah. only diagnostic is yeah. a biopsy. Yeah. What assessment are we going to do to determine if we need a biopsy? And what so many of us feel is why don't we just jump to ultrasound if there's a question? We're not quite yeah. sure why, but there's got to be a financial incentive for that, I'm sure. But what we're saying is there's even more if you're willing to invest in your own health and invest in yourself than we do temperature thermography testing that's assessing the whole body. And this is a a graphical form, not just a picture, because a lot of people do the thermograms. And a gram just means a photo and a therm means temperature. So it's a temperature, a picture of the temperature. And some of them do just breasts and some do whole body thermography. And some of them, most of them are static. Some of them do a little bit of uh, testing in the middle and then do a secondary test. CRT is a little different. So I explained that, you explain CRT because they're sick of hearing my voice in it. So it's your turn. <laughs> um, in terms of that thermography, like I, I describe it as, you know, you just want to get that, the, the thermogram is just taking that picture, right? So you get an idea, but it, it'll it tell you where those warm spots are, but those warm spots can be, um, they can be like if you have a sore on your breast, then, then that would also show up as a warm spot on the skin. Um, whereas when you're doing the regulated thermography, so with the regulated thermography, what you're doing is you do um, 119 points all over the body, um, checking the temperature, and then you give the body a stress. And that stress is simply all of those points being exposed to a certain temperature for 10 minutes. And then we recheck those points. And what should happen is that all of those points should be able to regulate themselves. If they can regulate themselves, then those tissues are able to heal themselves. If they can't regulate themselves, then we know that there's issues with those tissues, right? So we need to figure out what's what's going on with our system. <laughs> and so, yeah. So let's talk about regulation. If you don't know what regulation is, please go back and listen to the first, I don't know, 30 or so episodes prior where we're talking incessantly about regulation. But quickly, regulation is also known as compensation or adaption. 
essentially every cell in the body all day long and the tissues and the space around the cells is compensating for internal and external stressors. And it's the body's job to regulate, meaning to keep everything at homeostasis. The jobs, the body's job is to keep the body in balance, right? To balance our hormones, to balance our temperature, to get everything at a status quo, like an okay place. Okay being neutral, not hot, not cold, meaning not inflamed, not old, but just really at a status. Static, sorry, at a stable point, stable point. What we do with thermography is we, as Dr. Melina said, we test all the 119 points. Then you cool off in a room in just your underwear. So you come in clothed, you kind of roll out of bed is the goal. Like we want to see right kind of, you wake up in the morning, you come on in. You haven't showered. If you're a man, you've shaved a couple days in advance to make sure that you're your body's acclimated to not having the facial hair. If you have a lot of facial or, or chest hair, then you uh, roll out of bed, you come in, stay nicely covered. We start taking the temperatures. Then you stand in a room and cool off for 10 minutes in just basically your underwear. Then we come and take all those points again. And it's the change in temperature that determines if that point is properly regulating because that change in temperature should be anywhere from a half a degree to a full degree in proper regulation. Over that is hyperregulation, more than a degree, less than half a degree is hyporegulation, and blocked or rigid regulation is no change at all in temperature. So we look at this whole thing. I know it sounds complicated for those that are listening. It's not complicated. Just think about this. I'm standing up, I get up out of bed, and my body's going, okay. Like, I was just saying to Dr. Molina, who got off the ski mountain and was laughing at me because I was like, I'm so cold. I had to go get a second cup of tea. I'm just so cold. She's like, do you not have heat in your house? I'm like, I don't know. It's just, it's windy out there. I've got big bay windows in my office. My floor is freezing. And even though I'm, I'm wearing these nice slippers in my center today, it's just cold in here. Well, I was the last three days in a very much warmer temperature area, which would cause my body to not regulate as well to this darn temperature. I was sitting yesterday with the sun and sleeveless tops where I was. So my body's resisting this regulation <laughs> of this cold temperature, right? So that makes sense. So all we're asking to do is roll out of bed. Who are you now? Stand naked for 10 minutes. Are you still able to maintain health and wellness, even though you've been stressed for 10 minutes, we could stress you by putting your fingers in cold water. We could stress you by having you run a race. We could stress you in anything. And when you come back, your body should acclimate to these points about a half degree to a degree in proper regulation. The points above our jaw primarily should warm. The points below our jaw should primarily close. And why is that, Dr. Molina? With those two minor exceptions, but regardless, points above jaw, warm points, points below jaw, cool. Why? Why do we keep the temperature in our head? Why does our body do that? Um, so just understanding that like we have these, uh, basically like these capillary reflexes. So you have these nerve roots that go they'll go through organ systems. And then they also have these extensions that go through our skin. And so in terms of that capillary refill, um, you're looking at in 
in terms of below your jaw, you're looking at deep organs that that need um, a higher amount of uh, capillary refill as opposed to um, above the above the jaw. Wow, that I'm so glad I asked you that question because that's not the answer that I give at all, and that's such a great answer. <laughs> it's great, you know, and that's the thing. We're both artists. We both use this particular medium, if you will, for the last I don't know decade and a half. She uses a different company than I use, but we still glean a lot of the information the same, and we're still gleaning how that body's regulating. And while what she said is more about the core, right? I come from the perspective, this is so funny. <laughs> I go, the reason the body does that is you want to keep the brain warmer than all the other organs of the body. Yeah. You want to make, yeah. right? <laughs> thing. It's just a different side of the coin. Yeah. What she said is completely true. You, you're going to have more capillary um, dumping basically in the organs than you're going to have at the head. And the temperature of the head is always going to be one degree warmer than the rest of the body. Cause if the brain gets cold, the game is over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. got to keep the brain warm. And that's why we wear hats in the winter and we want to keep the temperature in our head contained. So it's really interesting though, her perspective, while it's still, the, it's the truth. Both of us said the same thing. We just, she looked at the heads and I looked at the tails basically. <laughs> at the same point on the opposite side. But the point is that the body should shift in temperature. And if it doesn't, then that's indicating there's an issue with the tissue. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> and then through this temperature, it gives us, it separates out head and neck and chest and upper abdomen and lower abdomen and back, the four quadrants of the dental components. And then the two breasts are all looked at as individual temperature readings of those 119 points, then grouped by section. Yep. And then we can look at an average for each area and see where the biggest stagnicity is and where the body needs to flow the toxins out or where it's not flowing the toxins out and how fast to move the therapy based upon a lot of the information we're gleaning from the averages and the actual 100% temperatures to allow us to look at meridian themes, to allow us to know how fast to move, to allow us to know if there's a metal load, if there's an adrenal fatigue, what vitality the body is, what else is there? There's so much information it gives us. Yeah, because it also tells you about the average temperature that your body's operating at, which tells us about adrenal function, uh, sorry, adrenal and thyroid function. And, um, and then the big one that I always see in these, um, in these thermographies is um, whether the lymph is moving or not, because uh, that gives me so much information. And, you know, I, see, I tend to see that most people will have a blocked lymphatic system and, you know, it'll give me that kind of information. And, you know, there's really no other tool that can tell me whether that lymphatic system is moving or not. So this is a great, a great way to quantify that. And that's why she's my good friend and colleague, because she brought up lymph before I did. <laughs> that's how I got stuck as the lymph queen in the United States is because of CRTs. Because I, like you, looked at everybody was like, okay, every person has a lymph problem and they can't detoxify if their lymph isn't moving. So they come in, they detoxify this, detoxify that, and they feel like crap. We do their CRT and we go, well, yeah, of course, because you're just circulating your toxins. You're not actually getting out. Yeah. And I don't know any other test that tests lymphatics, actually. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we test organ function. We test 
in many different ways. You can look at all sorts of functions of the body, the immune system function by IgG and IgM testing. How do you test the lymphatics? It's a great point. Actually, I can't believe I've never thought about it. There really <laughs> is no other test for the lymph other than CRT, yeah. which is why I use my CRT to test before and after flow prezos, before and after manual flow technique. Hey, by the way, did you get your new flow preso? I did get it. I'm excited to start using it. <laughs> It'll be nice recovery for you after your ski vacation. Yes. <laughs> have a little love all over your body because I'm sure it's at your other <laughs> providence. But yes, at your center, not at your um, at your home in the, the mountains. But flow preso, point being that CRT tells us the function of the lymph. And for me, when I did CRT before and after flow preso, that was the first suit. I was blown away. I was like, you got to be kidding me. We must have done it wrong. So I did it on six clients just to verify that I did it the right way. And sure enough, every single person had such a significant shift in their, oh. in their lymphatics and in their adrenals. Oh, okay. Because, because of the uh, pu pushing you into parasympathetic. Yeah, exactly. Is that it made shifts, huge shifts in that. And it's like, how is your body going to let go if you're already exhausted, right? And yeah. that's what lymph is about. So anyway, a little bit of side note. But CRT. So what else can you glean from the CRT? Do you come up with meridian themes? Do you look at that? Do you look at the pace of the therapy? Like, how do you use it in your center? Well, to me, it's, it's really important to... Because when people come in with a pathology, they're always so focused on that pathology. And I always, I really use the thermography to really show patients that just because they have pathology in a certain part of the body, it doesn't mean that that's where the dysfunction is. So we always need to figure, we use the thermography to figure out where is the dysfunction in the body. And this can tell us, you know, so much more information is the lymph moving? Is the, um, is it because the adrenals are low? Is it because the liver is all congested? Um, you know, we're getting, it's, it gives me this index in terms of telling me, um, what, like if the breasts are, are a problem or if there's that problem, problem area. Um, it also does it like for men, it does like a prostate index as well. Um, it'll tell you so many different tendencies towards, um, areas that I may need to investigate further. Like if there's, um, evidence that there may be a heavy metal toxicity, then I may have to explore heavy metals as a problem, but, um, it's really like, you know, let, let's figure out where those um, areas of dysfunction are so that we can focus our attention on those areas and get those areas uh, working a lot easier. And, you know, like even when you look at breast pathology, like realizing that the lymphatic system is what drains the breast, cleans up those tissues. And if you have a lymphatic system that's all congested, then it can't clean up that pathology. And so once you get the lymphatic system working better, then your breast health will start to improve. So realizing like all of those things is really helpful with thermography. It's a really good point because people, and for those that are well, they don't know where to start. And like when I did my first CRT, I didn't have any symptoms at the time. I was, I had been well for many years. We did the CRT and I was like, whoa, 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 that's a lot to work on because it was like so much regulation was off in so many ways. And I look at my CRT from 15 years ago and I look at my CRT today and they're so much better today. Do you have the same? Oh, good. Sure. Good. Yeah. Good. Isn't that yeah. cool? 
Yeah. Like I look at my yeah. old and I'm like, oh my God, I was chronologically much older, much more rigid, much more decompensating and degenerative. Oh, look at me now, 15 years later. Yeah, and improving. stressors physically and emotionally, yeah. but yet way more better regulation, knowing that my body's regenerating, recovering better. Yeah. And, you know, that is such a peace of mind. Yes. Because the reality is for 20 years, I have felt good in this industry. I wouldn't know if all the things I was doing was actually helping me or just the placebo effect in all honesty, because my foot baths are pretty clean. There's nothing really in a foot bath when I do one. I feel good. I sleep well. I have good energy. I digest well. My hormones are good. You know, where do you go? CRT derives you into where are there issues before there are issues. And if you're at the point of disease, the disease isn't the problem. It's all the stuff that was going on. It's just where the body dropped the ball and people want to chase the ball. And what we always say is, no, look at the underlying issues that cause the body to drop that ball and not have the capacity to hang on to that ball. And that's what the CRT allows us to do a whole body assessment of looking at the temperature. And personally, I don't feel like there's any one test that's ideal, Yeah. right? Because we yeah. do heart rate variability, we do CRT, we do live blood, you do other blood investigations and lab results. And that being said, I find CRT exclu- like really comprehensive. Yeah, it is. Because it's covering so many different systems of the body, you can really give you like a broad picture, a quantitative picture of what's going on with like every system of the body. I think that really it's beneficial for everyone to be doing. Um, uh, just because, just because, you know, so many people don't really even realize, um, that there's, that there's systems in their body that aren't working well. And, and then we can see, okay, you know, we've done this work and now is that body responding. So we're able to actually do that before and after, and you're able to actually, you know, quantitatively see, wow, look at that improve. Yeah. That's a great point because I think so many people are looking for that tangible evidence of what's did that look, I got a result after what I did, not just in how I feel, but it actually showed up on a quantitative analysis. Yeah. is ideal for that. And so just to regroup a thermogram versus a thermography, a thermogram is a picture. They have whole body thermograms and they have just breast thermograms. Most of them are done under a static condition. You walk in, you take a picture of where you are right then. Whether you had coffee, whether you had a rush hour traffic to get there, whether you rolled out of bed. And for myself, maybe, and I would agree probably with Melina that there's a lot of variables that it's testing. And what CRT, what we try, what we are doing with CRT is we're one variable, which is your temperature change is what we're trying to test and see if your body can acclimate for that. Because your body is always changing. You're not a, we're a dynamic, ever-changing, ever-evolving being. We're not a static being. So I might look good now, but if you put me under a little pressure, I fall apart. And that's what CRT does. If I put you under a little pressure, how do you manage that pressure? If your body goes into disease and dysfunction, then we can clean that up even before you have symptoms. And if you have symptoms, we don't have to chase your symptoms. We can look at where the body is really breaking down to show you that symptom. 
Yeah. No, I think that's such a key point, realizing that our bodies are these dynamic systems that are constantly changing. Uh, you know, you think of that autonomic nervous system, that autonomic nervous system is always having to adapt and change to different stressors that are coming into our body and or either internally or externally. And it's, it's how well our body can adapt to those stressors. It really dictates how healthy we are. Exactly. And so if you're interested in learning how well you adapt and how healthy you are, and you want to assess that quantitatively, then you reach out to centers like ours that have contact regulation thermography, and you get an assessment with a practitioner and you can start to work at this and look at yours change and get better. And over a course of one and a half decades, we both have been doing this and they keep getting better and better. And I would like to say for those that are listening, this has been an incredible talk on CRT and breast health. This is not about disease finding, although it can. This is about wellness and health. And this is a, we have a new year coming up, 2021, thank the Lord. And we're, I think we all want to put 2020 to rest. <laughs> Anybody in the planet is not wanting 2020 to go to rest. And with this move into 2021, in the age now of Aquarian, where we are looking, advancing in so many ways, that's what the age of Aquarian is about, is futuristic and looking at the advancement, we are looking at how we can advance our own abilities and, and maybe enhance our humanism to be even more, more dynamic than it's already been. And so if you're interested in that, reach out to us because this is the kind of work that we like to do. We love to work with clients that are preventative instead of my rain barrel's empty. Now, can you help me fill it up real quick? Let's get it let's make sure that you have what it takes that you need because there's a reason that people in our industry and in biological medicine have never shown a sign of fear in uh, however many months this has been going on now, nine or 10 months. Our entire community across the globe has been uniting and reuniting saying, we got to work this together. We need to educate them. We need to give them the same confidence that we have because there's way better testing out there that's more wise and more um, reactive than waiting for blood to show that there's a problem to see if you're going to be susceptible when that virus comes along or that flu or whatever it is. Don't wait until there's a problem. Really prevent it. Know how your body works. Understand how your body works. That's what the BEATS is about. To educate you with naturally oriented therapists like Dr. Melina Roberts, who is medically enlightened doctor and specialist in regulation, in health, and in wellness, because we're here to empower you, to give you the tools so that you have a surety over your health and you know that the things you're doing are quantitatively making shifts in your body so that you're optimizing and thriving as an organism. That's what it's about. Yes. I love it. I totally agree. And I think that that's, that's what we really need to be focused on. We need to be focused on, you know, what we call like cleaning up our body's internal terrain. And if our bodies are functioning well, then we don't need to worry about what's coming in from the external. It's really shifting this whole mindset of germ theory to understanding 
terrain theory. And that's really, to me, what biological medicine is all about, is understanding and cleaning up that terrain. And um, thermography is just an excellent tool to be able to monitor and um, be able to actually quantitatively measure that. Exactly. So <laughs> enough said from both of us. Go get your thermography, assess your body, find out where your deficiencies are, where your tissues have issues and <laughs> prevent any illness and thrive. That's what we want for you here on The Beats. Thank you so much for your time, Dr. Melina Roberts. Thank you everybody for listening and sharing this with all your friends and family and for subscribing to our channel. We really appreciate you tuning in. We really appreciate all your comments and please give us a thumbs up if you enjoyed this show and we will Look forward to seeing you next time on The Beats.